first and foremost, I just wanted to give a warm welcome and a warm thank you to all of my listeners that have stumbled across my podcast that are here right now, um, allowing your energy and your time and your focus to be dedicated to what I have to say. I thank you for that. Um, And really and truly, I just thank the Lord right now for this moment to be able to speak on this topic of convo which is respect to be able to go through my own battle right so that I can maintain and obtain my self-respect respect for myself and just allowing you guys to tune into what I have to share on that aspect what I believe our society what I believe humanity needs to kind of understand so that there is a development of strength and um, we're going to further segue into this podcast on respect in terms of global the lack of respect we see towards our planet the destruction in that sense Um, and just the lack of respect when it again comes back to us because we're living the day-to-day battle of what's out there you know what I mean what wrongs are set in place so like carefully um what violations are being made on a day-to-day to back the interest of self instead of an interest that can fully benefit and impact positively the world around us too in obtaining and achieving what it is you want to do and you know that's a journey that we each go through on a day-to-day and I feel as though it's important to talk about it because some of us may be going on that journey experiencing those challenges those obstacles and again I'll go into this further later on but just to touch on it you know even though we may be going through these issues these hardships the dark thoughts that invade our consciousness even though we try so hard to build it up and keep it cemented and block it out it's a battle between light and dark good and bad evil and just and it's a matter of making sure that your morals, your ethics, your outlooks, that they're strong. That's where respect comes in. That you apply the very same morals and ethics and ways of life that you think it should be, even though right now you might not see it, but you live that, you apply it. And it takes courage and it takes discipline, but again, having that respect to uphold your foundational values and ideals that enlighten a room when it's dimly lit or, you know, just face the world with a with a character of calmness, of justice, of fair ready of patience consideration like as long as you hold that true you apply it to your life it's okay to like respect like oh you know I respect the fact that he had the courage to da 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 that's because his values 
his foundations, his outlooks, and thus his behaviors were strongly melded together, weave through those very same challenges and obstacles that we go through. But he came out of it, and or she came out of it, on top of the mountain instead of dwelling in the valley below. And that's what I respect. That's where we come back around. And that's, you know, to the outside world, just as it is within us. And we're going to touch on it all. But this was an interesting segment, our introduction. Um, And again, before we go deeply into the heart of the episode, I just want to, again, thank everybody. Thank you. I really haven't been on my podcast too often, but I am going to make better of an effort to do so because this is a creative space that's necessary for me. So as I've mentioned recently, I wanted to delve into respect because I myself had to go through a hardship in which I was just like, bro, what even is going on? (laughs) Like, where am I in terms of what I can do? to better the spectrum of good versus evil that is out there. I want to be an environmentalist. You know, I want to indulge in sustainability. I want to restore, i.e. I want to be a healer. However, when you see a lot of destruction, when you see a way and a lifestyle in which it's like people themselves are not necessarily looking at the bigger picture or just taking advantage I guess of this type of lifestyle though it may come with its side effects it can become a little dimming because this is something you want to do but it's so ingrained in everybody else to do do it another way live another way you know and real talk we're all just basically searching we're living a life in which we can obtain fulfillment however when you go out there everybody's idea of fulfillment is much different at least that's what the way it feels for me and I had to break out of a mold a long time ago to where, you know, I had to look inside of the mirror and be like, look, my life is my life, their life is theirs. My journey is mine, my memories are mine, my breath is mine, and that's theirs. You know, I couldn't parallel myself to anybody else's achievements or anybody else's placements. 
so you know when you go out into the world and you see everybody else doing their own thing you start to look at yourself but again you know I don't do that anymore but I bring that up because lifestyles aside there are behaviors there are people you come across there are um things that people do that can latch on to you and you can be like in such a dark mood (laughs) that was the worst way to describe it but you can be gloomy you can be depressed you can be upset and you can be like they have no right to do this to me or this is so unfair life's so unfair but there's so many ways to look at it with a different perspective that I hope that I can do for you guys or you know just present a different outlook to how we can overcome different hardships and battles that we go through just in terms of placement just in terms of interactions that may you know be unfair that may be like just so annoying and instead make it constructive you know this could happen but this is what I'm gonna do instead and I'm not gonna allow that person to dim how I feel not gonna give them that power so a couple steps forward that's just interactions with other people but there are just placements in your life you know you're just not where you want to be right now there's so many things you want to do but there are so many different things on your to-do list that you just can't make time or don't have time to be able to touch it how you know you just are tired because on top of having to work And on top of the duties that come with whatever titles that you uphold, whether it be sister, whether it be mother, whether it be, you know, the creator or just associate, I don't know. There's how much more time left in the day for you to do what it is you want to do. And whether that be distress, whether it be like take a bath, just do yoga, meditate, all of the things to spiritually uplift you, because there has to be that balance. And again, for me, in all of it, it was acknowledging and understanding that, again, like I had mentioned at the very beginning of the introduction, this is a battle. Overall, understanding the, the picture, looking at the image from a wider scope you can acknowledge and see that this is a battle between good and bad and so when you acknowledge and understand that for yourself you can start to monitor more closely the thoughts that enter your mindset about which ones gravitate more towards negativity versus which ones keep you light gravitate more towards an illumined way of looking at the world around you and so when i myself went through different hardships i was just kind of like bruh 
this is so annoying like i hate these certain circumstances it was like the verbiage just became like more and more dark until finally in my lesson with the universe i was able to be like okay this is something a shift these are energies that have been around long before me these placements these structures these constructs these systems have been set in place for so long to where you have to acknowledge the battle you have to acknowledge who's the perpetrator who's the antagonist so that you yourself can obtain an image of light and be like okay well that's not what i want to achieve this is what i need to pay closer attention to in order to stay light-minded when i'm in these certain circumstances i have to breathe deeply so that i can be able to calm myself ground myself maintain an image and an outlook that has you seeing the world around you as these being different human beings adults who are now adults for once children but they themselves if they're acting in an ugly way must have just gone down a different path that may have left along an outlook of bitterness but that's their journey and their involvement to have and when we ourselves go through different challenges we have to evolve in such a way that's constructive so that we don't return we don't become bitter because so many of our thoughts are aimed towards bitterness we ourselves must um stay lighthearted stay stay honest and stay true to ourselves and i totally wrote a whole script for this but um i had to acknowledge some of that before i could actually read what i wrote so yeah this i must stop this segment right here with being self but i guess i will integrate a self part two so that i can be able to touch on some things i haven't touched on or perhaps in a sense touch on things deeper that i've already touched on in a way that may be a little easier for you to grasp or understand but you know it's just i want this to resonate fully even if it might be repetitive so stick along With approaching life with a strong moral conviction and a strong outlook in which you can acknowledge respect for other people and outlook in a way in which there can be justice, where there can be more awareness, consciousness, and a consideration when we all obtain those and also look closer into the consistency and character development 
the consistency and better outlooks, better behaviors and actions from others that challenge the things that are opposing us, this will be what we will need in order to shift the dynamic towards one of light instead of one centered and saturated in dark. And um, our character development has to help us honestly just evolve into better individuals, into better beings with individual emotions centered in peace, calm, and enlightened ideals, light outlooks that honestly just evolve us into free, liberated people. Because... We can acknowledge, of course, there needs to be structures, but really and truly, it's like you can't allow the evils of the world to compress and dim you. Because why? You're just going to be upset. You're just going to be bitter. You're just going to lose yourself. And it wouldn't be worth it. But you have to, you know, have such a strong grip on your outlooks. You know, you have to basically be buried into the ground up to your knees so that you can't shift out of your limitation, your boundary. Because when you allow the dark evils to latch on to you will you become better so you have to challenge those evils with these outlooks and set an example for others and how creating better spaces is what we need healing these battles is what we need you know cleaning up our act is what we need Listing other people up when they've been through a stormy happenstance is what we need. It's about being the person that we want to see in the world around us by evolving against evils with a grounded and cemented outlook and ideal and the things that we believe in and that make up us. And we have to ourselves appreciate our values. We have to be like, dang, this is so bad. But you know what? In the thick of it, this is what I'm going to stand true to. And that's how I'm going to evolve into the person that I want to be in order to be worthy of what it is I want to achieve. And, um, you know, this, of course is in relation to not giving up and giving in to self-interested values that aren't considerate because we have to be considerate of others that's definitely a requirement of respect and we have to be enlightened you have to be pure You have to acknowledge this battle between good and evil. And so if you're evil and you're trying to act like you're pure, but deep in your heart is not where it should be, then you're misguided. And, you know, with this, we have to think about inclusivity. 
not with just human beings, but outside of ourself as self, family, and instead towards animals, instead towards our environment, and of course, towards God. And we, of course, you know, in that outlook and in those, in those ways of life, be loving. We have to be protective to ward off any negativity that may come our way. And, you know, we also have to be trusting of God because with this battle of polarity between this dark and light, we have to you know, stay on our side of the spectrum because it's self-gain versus consideration. Of course, we want to be considerate. It's between self-interest and unity. And of course, we want to be united. And it's, you know, within it all, obtaining an inclusive, loving world because we're all connected while courageously standing against the disrespect that we see. And this is obviously just in our day-to-days a test to remind us of respecting our lives and respecting our surroundings, respecting those around us, respecting the process. You know, it's a test to propel us up before anything else can latch on that may lead us on it's like okay this you understand it but now I'm gonna put you through this test and you know this will allow us to be worthy and humble and appreciative of the blessings that we'll receive I believe and it's gonna solidify our outlooks It's going to solidify our consciousness and our faith and our reasoning. And, you know, again, just don't forget the spiritual forces at play. Um, We can't give in to the non-respectful ideals. Because this is a world where unity is love. And love is unity. That's my axiom that me and my boyfriend, we just live off of. And we're evolving, you know, just into better versions of ourselves by keeping a hold of that outlook. Being a better version of us, you know. And, you know, we're living and doing what is true to us and what is balanced more so. So, I'm going to leave it there. Um, I wanted to touch into community and to the world, of course. But I feel like I have. And, um, yeah, just thank you. Thank you for listening to what it is I have to say. For dedicating your time and energy towards receiving my message and I hope that it was something that you could carry along with you Um, I'm writing a blog currently on this subject and I'm going to press myself and make sure that I publish it pretty soon Um, 
stay tuned because you know I love to give a little bit of good news at the end of my podcast. So thank you again for listening to my message. Stay tuned to, of course, Global Positive News, my favorite segment. Thank you so very much for staying tuned to my favorite segment, Global Positive News, for you to take with you. This one, I am honestly very interested in reading more about. I glanced at it a few weeks ago, but this will be my first time actually reading the entire caption. Of course, as you guys know, I like to include little small stories and just you know tidbits of positivity at the end of my segment to recognize and acknowledge those out there who are creating beautiful positive change to our surroundings and to our environment which is exactly what I want us all to do what I want us all to do in our own individual authentic ways So, for this person, this is relating to bioreceptive concrete that covers any vertical structure in moss and, while doing so, filters air pollution. As we know, there are so many particles in the air from just pollutants of CO2 and from the emitting of toxins into the air that many industrial and factories, um, do as a byproduct of what they produce and of course you know we live in such concentrated areas that many of us are undergoing um, different illnesses like lung cancer and you know other harmful things so reading about somebody who acknowledges and sees that is pretty cool just right off the bat it says um, Oki Blake and Team Pioneer the use of bioreceptive concrete, which they say allows for the abundant growth of moss. With rhizoids instead of roots, moss is non-invasive to building facades. They say and given this dense leaf system is a potentially great benefit to urban environments. Moss converts CO2 to oxygen and absorbs and removes other pollutants from water and air. It boosts biodiversity by providing habitat on otherwise bare concrete surfaces and retains and cools via evapotranspiration and by shielding the surface from sunlight. Plus, said Blade, the creator, it requires minimal maintenance. It looks great and is even graffiti resistant. And in a bid to get the aforementioned maintenance managers on the side, they um, started applying the mossy concrete, which actually helps provide underlying walls or surfaces against weathering, and it effectively extends their lifetime. Imagine 
statues you know just different things like that just covered in moss and it says that it can be applied to pre-existing structures also another benefit or concrete elements that can be produced to be by a receptor from the start i would love to honestly can this be like sidewalks you know because wouldn't that be great just turn like concrete back again you know how like when you look at these bedrock charts and you can see like each layer where it starts and where it begins i think this could be the new beginning i think this could help for restoration and it could probably even help for flood um prevention by soaking in and holding in the um the hydration the water um so it's not so saturated especially this alongside you know uh highways would even be great so this is honestly a one i'm very proud of them let me see the name one more time i believe it was like a u k e b l e i j aki lage i'm not quite sure but he is Dutch and I can, you know, definitely support this. You can check him out at G-O-R-E-S-P-Y-R-E, Gorespry. I just followed them right now. Okay, well, thank you for staying tuned. That's five minutes right there. I'm gonna let you guys go. Have a beautiful day. Much love.